passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. There's one thing you can control, and that's shaving. Our sponsors are Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Chaz, have you had any funny manscaping experiences? Okay, so here you go, Derek Riley. I used to only ever say, shave your face, right? Don't yeah, yeah. shave anything but your face, because it is totally brilliant to shave your face before you razor shave with Manscaped. But I've realized... Women don't like chest hair either. And so I've gone south. I have gone to the chest and it's totally easy. And I mean, do you shave your chest? I, you do. I, I, I think men who shave the chest are a half men chest. I don't shave all of it. I just shave the top part that comes up to my neck. So it's like an extension of my face down, right? I leave the chest, I suppose. I misspoke, but I shave the top third, the neck portion of my chest. It's ghastly. Yeah, you get that thing where you get a little regrowth and you see the regrowth on men and you go, God, you actually shave the hair on your uh, your chest and your neck. I mean, yeah, but I ain't like going, a, I ain't going razor down there. So I'm just I'm just cutting the weird fluff that grows up over my V-neck. That's it. Oh, yes, fair enough. But you, you probably just trim that with scissors. It's probably a more effective experience. Using Are you computers. kidding me? The, the Manscaped tool makes it like I don't even have to think about it. I just do it in seconds and I'm gold. Well, in fact, listeners to the show will get 20% off and free shop- shipping with the code uh, DIRTYWATER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And you use the code DIRTYWATER. Please use Dirty Water because this whole thing will be pointless unless you use Dirty Water. So if you're going to do it, use Dirty Water, please. Uh, it's time to grab 2020 by the horns <clears throat> and shave. Take your grooming game to the next level. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year. They can still be in on the action of bet online. Chaz, you been betting? I haven't been betting yet, but that's only because it's so frustrating to bet here, where I am so happy for easy online betting because I've always got an instinct that's always wrong. What would you be laying your money on? Oh, right now, I'd go hard on Joe Biden, to be honest. Do they bet politics or no? I don't know. I think so, yeah. You can bet Biden. I think he's a... Uh, Probably a one and a half to one semi favorite. I mean, I guess I wouldn't bet him, but I'd bet uh, on Joe Biden fucking dying, dying in uh, in the Oval Office. I'd bet. Uh, I'd bet. I mean, yeah, Trump feels to me like he's he's cooked. This is not going to be a good ad talking about how Trump is cooked. <laughs> but how good is Kamala Harris? She's beautiful. I mean, the, the, except now she's offline. She's been derailed by the COVID. 
Oh, I thought uh, the assistant got uh, got COVID, huh? Yeah, but they're really taking her offline purposefully to show how much more responsible they are. Uh, how much she cares. Yep. And how much better she looks in Timberland boots than uh, Melania Trump, huh? I mean, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. You can just spend all your money, lose lose everything you got, lose your wife's money, lose everyone's money. Okay, so head to betonline.ag to get today. AG, I guess, is Antigua. Isn't that amazing? Sweet. That's Isn't where I want to be betting. Sure, I want to go to Antigua. So head to betonline Antigua today. Uh, betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag for Antigua and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I'm Derek Riley. I'm with Charlie Smith and welcome to Dirty Water, a series of interviews filled with learning, dedication, physical love and more than a little moral purpose. Today's guest is the star of the documentary Bestial Devastation. He was touted in 2000 by Surfer Magazine as Brazil's first legitimate world title hope. He beat world champ Andy Irons to win the Quicksilver Pro France in 2002 and won the WQS back-to-back in 2003 and 2004. Our guest style and wave has been described as a crazed bumblebee buzzing from flower to flower. He was banned from the tour for using steroids in 2005 and in 2007 was belted by Sonny Garcia and chased off Oahu after refusing to yield to the feisty Hawaiian on a wave. Best of all, at one point in his 13-year tour career, our guest fled America when it was revealed his Brazilian lover, jealous of his time abroad, had fixed him with a voodoo curse, ruining his intestinal tract. Today's guest, Percy Nico Pateratz. Hey, Nico, how you doing? Good, man. You got some meat pies for me or what? I got no meat pies for you, but I do want to hear uh, some of your wild stories. <laughs> Oh yeah, we got a lot of stories to talk. <laughs> yeah, so the so the first first story I'd like to hear about is the voodoo curse in '98 when you quit the tour. Tell us about the voodoo curse. Ooh, dirty water. Okay, <laughs> dirty water. <laughs> dirty motherfucker. Etc. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a good one. That's uh, I only got a few answers of those uh, questions. There's only a few people that ask me about. Yeah, probably that's the rock on my shoes in, in, in eternity life. I mean, um, I obviously today I can totally talk straight. Like, I mean, the way that uh, I actually just last night I wrote down, I got goosebumps all over. There's just the thing about that. And it's pretty crazy the question that you did because uh, I was fifth in the world. There's three contests to go. I'm in Huntington at the pier. They call in the heat for Neko Pateras and uh, Charles Sutton. And I have a McDonald milkshake in my hand. And I had a wife that just said, I don't want you to travel anymore. I want you to be with me and be a family and be with my kid. And I had so much uh, stress of traveling and I started to get gastrics in myself, like really bad. Like in Japan, I had to go to the hospital. And I had a heat with Aki the next day and, and I asked the Japanese guy to come in and get me in the hospital. I had to throw all the quartz away and then ran over to the hall. There were like doctors running after me and then I jumped in the car and I had the heat with Aki. I beat Shane Power the heat before and then, but I was really drowned like down and just, I didn't know what was going on. It was just, I thought there was stress, but it was all in my stomach. So I thought, I thought, no, well, then maybe that's because of all the travel. And then obviously it was 
something that I hide it for years. And then it was all about a woman. And and I had to say something. And obviously, the, 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 the stress, it was all real. Like, I mean, just to get my stomach in a way that I couldn't control myself of uh, knowing what I want, what I, you know, what I was doing. It. And, but at the time, I had only fifth place, the third, at all of these contests that I had before um, to decide to Huntington. And and then they call me, calling me, calling me, and I'm walking up here uh, with the, you know, McDonald's shake on my hand, and I just walk away. And I never call ASP, I never call anybody. And I just laughed and I just never talked to anybody. And then it was just my decision at the time. I didn't know if it, that was right or wrong, but at the time, it just something that I just felt it. I was just so from nine years old competing every single weekend for all these years. And I just, uh, the, you know, just got sick about a plane, about people sitting by me, just to having 12 hours and laying down airports and laying down in the hotels, maybe sleeping in the board bags and stuff in the garage. And, and just all that thing started to creep me out thinking I, I'm 19 years old. I'm, I'm really young. I just got in, but then I'm like, I, I got a wife and I got a kid and then, then I'm thinking I want to be a family man and then but I, I compete my whole life but I was so young I didn't even know because it was so long that I competed until that that time even being so young and then I just gave up the tour and I went to try to become a businessman in the company of my ex-wife and I have a kid called Nicholas he's 22 years old which is that's the son at the time I brought him to the tour Jake Patterson was the only guy that had the kid before me. Um, Perry um, Hedges, like he had the, the kids, and I used to take care of the kids while he was judging. So, I mean, I was probably one of the, maybe the second guy on the tour at the time that they said, I can travel with my wife instead of to leave the tour and be with my family at home. So, so that transition was really you? hard. Huh? So did you put the voodoo curse on you? I I actually I actually I well I left everything and I I have a place in Brazil that I can hide myself pretty good and it's there's a lot of ways around there's a lot of good fish and so I hide myself there for a while until I figured out what was going on and and there was fifth place in the world that could win the title at that year because everybody thought oh Nico is the guy from Brazil that can win the title and then that year was the year that I just. I, there's a lot of uh, like uh, controversy about it because I put my resume the other day and I realized how many third place and fifth place that I'm supposed to win that year. By Luke, maybe five. By Danny Rules, maybe another five. By Shane Powell, by Aki, another three. I mean, there's some of those guys at the time that I had hits with it that I really won the heat at the time. But I can never prove because at the time we didn't have internet. Nobody would talk about it. We only made people that were on the beach at the day, you know. So for me, for me, it was like a, I don't want to see airplane. I don't want to like maybe just be into a contest here in a pan of of a heat. Just everything in my brain was just like, no, I want to get off from all this. This is not me because I never wanted to be famous. I just want to do my work good. So that's why I never talked to the media much. Because if I talk to the media, I will be a different guy. And I don't want to be that different guy. I have the people just think about me and not knowing what I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I just decided to come back next year. 99, I have a first contest. It's in Reunion Island. I get fifth place. 
with my little guy on the trolley, and I went, okay, I can travel with my family again, and I can uh, win hits again. And then the next contest we have, um, that was uh, Huntington. Um, that's why my name is not on those stars on the phone when you go to Jack's, because the U.S. Open at the time was the QS, which is Shea Lopez won that final. But because I was third place, I was the only QS into that final with Rob Machado and Ros Vidas. I had an uh, invitation to get into the CT, which is with Gochipur. And then uh, my brother and CJ Hobhood, there was the next guys on the bottom. And I said, Nico, are you going to run the class? Because you never know what you're going to do. I said, I am at the Disneyland Hotel right now with my kid. And I just came down to compete. So I'm going to go to see Mickey Mouse for another two days and I'll think about it. Then I came back and then the first heat I had was with Luke and Aki. And Aki made a, I made an interference on Aki. Aki said to me, because we're such a big boss and friends. And then I said, hey, what was that? It's like, it wasn't interference. And I said, you know what that means? That means that I lose the first heat and that means that I take you because you're number one. So we're going to see each other on the next heat. And you got to better do better than this. And it's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to get all of you. So then there was Aki. I don't remember the next guy, but there was a Nick Law, and there was Rene Hosha, and there was Sunny, and then became Fabio Rovere. At that time, one year before, I left my whole dream. The year later, I made the dream of uh, a Brazilian guy win a heat in America because we could never win a heat in Huntington. It was just a controversial that we can never explain until today why. <laughs> but it was something that we just uh, went through. And, and next year, when I see, I qualify again. And coming back from half of the tour and, and being with the first round. And I don't know. I think I never liked the easy stuff. <laughs> Could, could Brazilians not could Brazilians not win heats in Huntington because it's Trump country? Is that why? Uh, Is that what you think? It totally it totally has maybe not his name, but it has other names. And then obviously it was a real contest that any Brazilian can tell you that. And then for me at the time, I said one day we're gonna break this this ice, and then and the person is gonna do it. It's gonna be me, myself, and I, and I'm gonna do that for us. So that contest, I was just an animal. I, I would come up from inside of a van, sweating like a horse for about an hour, listening to music really loud, and come out, and then no talking to media, no shaking hands, running two minutes before I get my single, go out for the heat, come out from the heat, and just ran all the way to my car, not talking to anybody, and just leave the beach. That was, that was a mysticism. That was something that I had to do that way for me to win the heat. And then people wouldn't understand. People go, fuck, Nico doesn't talk to anybody. He's a monster. I don't know. He just goes through and he just runs away. We just want to know about something about him. How are you? Like, whatever. I just deny that. There was something that the media couldn't take me more than what I was. That was something just humble of my myself. You know, I, I could never control that. That was, for me, it was just an animal getting released from a cage and just go there and hunt the fucking pig. And... <laughs> Get that Kailua peak down and then bring it back and feed the family and that's it. I never thought about maybe the mechanical part about myself. I see a lot of people like doing Instagram and stuff some these days and then they leave through that 
And then they have more stickers than Adriana de Souza on the board. And then they go, wow, how did I, like, I mean, we, 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 get, we had all the money that we had just to put into our contest. Because no sponsor ever paid us to go to the world. We used to get that money go, I can go to the world with this money. And that was the thing. Today, I heard John John Florence has like a guy that he pays like a 1500 per month just to take his wax off and put the wax on when he's on the contest. I mean, wow. You know what I mean? Is that true? Uh, yeah. John, John, John John has a waxer for 1500 bucks a month? That's what I heard, and that I heard from a good guy. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but that, that's a rumor. And there is a rumor. There's always a, a, a maybe or, or yes or no, right? <laughs> and then it's just like, a, just, yeah, that, that just, just the, you know, I think the roof of surfing today, me watching from, from the back, I am so, like, happy about it that the way that people could make real surfing to open the eyes for the world as a sport, and and I think, um, let's say, if I could jump on the bus today, what I was yesterday, I would do the same thing. And, and maybe I would have all that money. But the humble tea, and I prefer Tom Curran. Maybe no talk. A weird guy with few words. But uh, he can't talk. A master. A master. <laughs> then maybe people have to pay him a lot to put the word out of his mouth. You know what I mean? And it's the word that can be the difference of your life and the, the, the words that come out of the mouth of that guy. You know what I mean? Like, and um, it's, it's amazing how on these days, Jack, you like, you know, I was actually crossing um, Stradbrook Island with you. I remember that. Very I, was a little, I was a little guy and then I was just didn't know what was going on. I, I had a bus from Avalon and then you picked me up and they said, you can stay in my house. I had this Christian surfers dude that I stay in the house. said, oh, I can pick you up. But let's go for never, surfers. Never started a Christian surfers house. And I'll never forget that. You still so with the dick in your ass. You're still so young. <laughs> this is for Jesus. I give this it's one for a, Jesus. It's Holy Trinity. I, I never forget until right now, me crossing the day before it was beautiful. The next day it was so horrible, windy. And then we see the sharks just slapping all over in front of us, just making roundabouts and just slapping, slapping, slapping. And you, Ozzy, me, a Brazilian, like, who coming out from somewhere? And then you just like, Nico, yes. And I, we didn't even spoke a word. We just ran out the water. We got the next white water in. When we got to the rocks to cross over um, the river, and you said, Hey, we gotta jump before the boat because the fish is always behind the boat. They're gonna come behind the boat, but we have to wait. The boat's right there. And I say, I don't care, Derek. Bye. And I jump off and I just like start to like the boat just like. Wah, wah. So since that started, and, and it was like everything. And I don't forget the dream that that the lunchtime we eat the sandwich with avocado after. You see, my memory back there. Uh, it's just memory. Really long. Yes, and it, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. So. Those things that uh, I leave to just being out there, like being young and be out there in the world, I think that's what constructed myself just to to be here today, still in the world. I, I never thought that I would live in one place in months, you know, like, and obviously I always wanted to, I, I, I don't like this word retired. This is a word that doesn't, it's not in my vocabulary, you know. It's what? Retired? Retired, yeah. Oh, so no, I, I think I, you're retired. Yeah, I, yeah, I would just... <laughs> 
Uh, no retired. <laughs> retired. <laughs> Maybe sometimes, but not now. But not now anymore. You know? But I still got to remember being first experience about being a shark in us and being having Derek with me and and you telling me and like Nico, hey, you knew like Derek Hine knew. Derek Hine kind of like put you through me, and then now today I'm making an interview with you guys. Isn't that amazing? After, Isn't that amazing? Um, after like 30 years of maybe 40, 25, 24 or something. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're a lot younger than me and I'm a lot younger than you. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> well, what, is, that, is that a whale in there or what? <laughs> I just don't work very hard. So, so it's I have a Australia, that's why, right? <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't touch drugs generally. So that's why yeah, I'm that's very good. good. Yeah. And let's, let's talk about 2005 steroids. You got busted for steroids. Yeah. So uh, are steroids good? Because I heard they're really good at getting back from injury. Like all the guys at Jiu-Jitsu talk about peptides and how you can get through all sorts of injuries very quickly. Yeah. I, I actually, it's a really delicate question because there's a lot of things that went through um, my whole life. I Since I'm 15 years old, I have uh, problems in my back. And um, I jumped on the tour when I was uh, nine. 18, 19, 19. So it took four years uh, already being amateur. I used to run three divisions in every contest or boys division, junior and amateur or a junior amateur and a pro or um, boys division, a pro and amateur. It don't matter. It was always three divisions. So I ran contests. There's probably over 440 trophies that I have at home since my first contest. Jesus. You know what I mean? So I I was just a machine of competing. And one day, obviously, becoming professional, we, we became athletics. And then at that time, people wouldn't have trainers and stuff. I used to get in Fiji, my elastics, and put the music loud and be in the bungalow, just crazy out. And people going, fuck, Nico's crazy. What's he doing out there? He's in his bubble. And then it was that was the way to construct ourselves. So like at that time, we we knew that everybody served good, and then we had a little bit behind being a Brazilian. And then you know, I knew that I had to be more animal than anyone. And then that animal was just jungle. It was just like one day I'm gonna hunt and I'm gonna while people are sleeping, I'm working, thinking in my brain how I'm gonna beat Aki. How I'm going to beat those guys? How I'm going to beat Lukiga? How I'm going to beat like Tajbor? How I'm going to beat uh, Joe? How I'm going to beat Nick? How I'm going to beat Kelly? And then, and I, I, people don't think too much. People let the people today to think for them, coaches and stuff. We had our own stuff of doing it. I always uh, took supplements, which is supplements. Is I, I work with uh, my, you know, my older brother was you know, into university, which is you, you worked with uh, elements and then um, with uh, food and nutrition. And, and then I started to build my body off. I knew everything that I would put into myself and then everything that I had to spend at the time and everything that I had to regain, everything that I spent. So the supplements, uh, I knew the level of how much uh, protein I had to put in my body, how much carbo I had to put in my body, amino acids, how how much they are, she's for, like, I mean, all the products that I had to put it in, they were all legal. They're all, like, I mean, it's just the minerals and vitamins because I never eat solid in my competitions. 
everything that I put it on, it was always liquid. Mm. And the liquid would not take me solid stomach to not feel um, uh, any uh, sleepy or, or, or slow. So I had to be in a machine rolling, but I had to put oil in it. And then that took me years to study myself how my body would be so prepared for any time. For before a heat, for four heats today, for five heats today, for one heat, for three days of sleep, and then, then have them prepared for a chopo or something. Everything was like in a combi. Once I get to uh, US, I, Rick and Gracie was always a guy that I follow a lot. But you know, you know Hicks and Gracie? And then Rickson, yeah, I'm a really good friend of him. And it's the guy that actually, like, I got uh, maybe four or five contests that I won from those QS. He was behind three days before. Oh, I, used to, I used to go to his house and then train my preparation of uh, meditation and breathing and, and, and know how my body was. So people that didn't have, didn't know anything about it. And then I, I just had... Um, a really like bad moment with my back and I asked the tour about a couple of times say, can you guys just give me a break I need to fix my back because I don't want to leave but I don't want to lose the tour I don't want to go back and since the day zero first like first round and all that stuff I I, <laughs> I don't deserve that first and then and I don't want to go through all that but I wanted to fix my back because I want to keep going but my back is not telling me that I can't anymore I won France 2002 with my friends carrying me to the beach. I could only be laying down or laying down on a board or standing up on a board. Going up on a board was horrible. Going to the bathroom, oh my gosh. Coughing, oh my gosh. Like I would kill my back. Like, I mean, so my nerves was in a way that I couldn't even walk, but I had to do that for people. You know, for my sponsors to not lose the sponsor. Or for people that was asking, for the media was asking, what's going on now with Nico? I mean, so all that um, thing, I think it, it just add in a point that I got, I need to be strong now and I don't have a gym to go and I have to have all the supplements enough for me just to keep my body just fit. So I start to train as I always did a lot. And there was one pill off all the pills that I used to get. It was like with a zero, zero, zero point zero one testosterone in it which is every man needs the testosterone for whatever but when you get to a certain age when we get to roll up right like everybody <laughs> knows about that right but then i had the level of my testosterone because i went to a doctor and he said your level of testosterone is it's way under than the lowest that we can see on the program from 200 to 800 you're like 160 and i'm like no 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 there's no way i said you got to reproduce you got to put testosterone back to your body because we need to put hormones back on it. Otherwise, it's going to take too long. And I said, how did I do that? I said, well, maybe, I don't know, take a pill off with testosterone in it and just make your body just, hey, I'm, I'm getting you back. Hey, hi. You know, so it was all doctor thing with, you know, me and Rickson and, and then talking with the real people, you know, about <laughs> not having, I mean, a surfing on the top of the board, it can't be muscle, man. He's going to get fucked. He's not going to do well. It don't matter. So you got to be flexing strong inside. So for me, I had to be strong inside and flexy, but not having my, my discs, which is I have fibroids off the disc. I have extrusion off the disc. I have this company and all of that from L1 to S1. I mean, just everything 
it's screwed up in there. But I made enough for myself to think I wanted to do more. The tour doesn't want to give me that year. The you know the president with which is Robert Bartolomeo, which is I can speak now today his word really well, which is the guy that it has a lot. But I'm not going to speak now because it's a, it's a thing that I'm going to write it. It's going to come out sometime soon, and it's a really deep. And I can just give you guys just an advice, maybe to just to say on top of what really happened, but the real truth about the whole thing, it's a scenario that. Uh, it's almost almost unexplainable. There's still until today. There's no answer for what they did for me, and and there's there's people behind, and the people, the person that most uh, uh, valuable that I can uh, talk right now is Mr. Robert Bartolomeo. A bugs. Now, now I can what? put it out. Yes, bugs. Why do Why do you think they didn't want you on tour? Uh, mm-hmm. Ask them. <laughs> Well, I mean, what's your, but what's your feeling about it? Uh, my feeling, there's a lot of stuff. If I tell the feeling, then I will tell the thing. And if I tell the thing, I'll tell the truth. If I tell the truth, there's going to be a big boat in it. <laughs> there's a lot of drivers <laughs> in that boat. We revel in truth, Nika. Yes. <laughs> we love yes. truth. Yes. Give us the yes. truth. I, I paid for them, and I did my, and I still came back. It's okay. <laughs> Do you think it's ironic that you were the first? Pro surfer to get busted for uh, drug use on the tour? No, that's the only thing that happened in our whole life. So that was made for me because they didn't want to be Nick on the tour because my bro- my brother was leaving the table. They didn't want a Nick on the table. My brother was neutral. They knew it was like a, a different than Flavio coming on the table to discuss about rules and stuff. It was way worse than Sunny. It was the guy that put the mouth up. And then they just didn't want that. That's why they made a half a tour. That's why I step up because they made a half a tour. I was the next guy after Tom Mirica. He was 33. I was 34. And I said, we imagine at 33 to 34 with the half a tour, how he's going to feel. So it means I am uh, um, invited for the tour from my back after all these years. I got busted with 2005. I am two times world champ, 2003 and 2004. 2005, I come, okay, bye. I'm in J-Bay, eight foot, 10 foot ways, perfect clean. Phil McDonald's has a heat with me the next day. They said, no, Nico, you're out of the tour. I have no idea what's going on. I just went to talk to you guys. No, no, you can't even run the heat next day. Well, there's something on the rule about that. Like, I mean, on the book, I mean, well, there is. There's way more than that. Well, you guys never, never, never saw what's inside of me. You guys never, I mean, what's going on? I mean, I picked each one and I made all of them run away and then not even talk, even the, even 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 the lawyer was with me because he found me in the airport after like, you know, four hours sitting down waiting for the plane. When you have a lawyer that knows the truth, when he puts the guy out of the jail, but he really killed the guy, he's still going to make sure to the, you know, to the people that's judging and say, no, he never killed the guy. If it's a good judge like OJ o- 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 Simpson, he still, know, everybody knows he killed the person, but they know, no, but, it, but that's, that's the judge. So it means they had a judge behind that. They made really sure that everything went the way that they want. But me as a smart guy, I started to collect pieces of the puzzle for years. And then I went one by one until I found a little bird that came in my window every day. There was a different bird from a different place. And then I said, oh, that thing happened. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, wow. One more. 
Or what's, I, can't what's, say, I can't. I can't say the whole thing. Like, yes, true. I know it's, 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 it's just like uh, I know. There's a lot of people in Oz now. Listen, there's a lot of people in the world now. Listen, I am not a guy that I have a small mouth, and I know that. And I don't have anything to prove anymore to anybody, anything to hide anymore. But I was waiting for what happened to ESP happen first. Because I knew what was going on and I knew that was going to happen. And I knew that wasn't going to be for too long because the people that were behind everything that happened to me and why I'm not on the tour and why the half a tour that they did, there's a lot of explanation about it. Brazilian guys never did well in the half of, uh, first half of the tour, whole life. They could never be between the 15 guys on the first half of the tour. Means. We got, uh, you know, us, we got Tokos, we got Bells, we got Margaret that was after, but then, you know, then we got Fiji, we got Japan, we got uh, Tahiti. Brazilian were never been between the 15 at that time. So when they made the half a tour, they actually made a half a tour, and I knew there was a purpose about it because they wanted to clear it up, not the time, but the people that's down the bottom that don't have to lose time anymore. They want to just see those guys. We call the pan, the pan. It's the group of the pan. Means you got to be in the pan to be in that group. Otherwise, you're not going to be a good judge. You're not going to be like having the credits that you're supposed to, or maybe the ways or something that you're doing in every heat that you're doing. It's not going to be the same. I could never prove that until they fall. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't force for them to fall, and I and I didn't ask for that because I said. You guys are not going to retire me because what Jack Shahoy said to me, I, you, you better retire now. So you retire. That's the worst word that ever could come out of the mouth of a human. And I can smack you, all of you guys right now and me even living on the tour with the table in your stomach. You guys take me out of the tour. Hey, Rabbit, you know what? I'll come back next year from the first round and I'm going to make it again. I'm going to win again. So when I went back to France the next year, I still couldn't compete France, even if I paid off from everything the ASP did to me. So it means if the ASP asks me, or you don't go to France for two contests, or you paid off the half a year from us, 2005, half the year. Wow, I just don't go to France for two contests. They go, no, 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 no. Think about it. I'm like, no, I already have. I don't need France, and I can win without France because I was two years on the road already, and I want to win the third one. And then I say, no, I'm number one of the world. And I get to France. The president of France comes up, is my friend. He comes up and say, Nico, what's up? Where are you? Why are you not here? I'm like, no, they said I can't run the contest in France anyway. So if I would not run the two contests in France, anything of all that would ever happen. Did you know the president of France? I knew. The president of uh, the association of the surfing France. Oh, I thought he I thought was there Mac or something. No, he's he's from he's 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 a like he's a like I know guy for many years, and I knew the guy for many years. But once I'm number one, he's like, oh, why we don't have the number one guy on the tour right now on my contest? Well, that's Nico. Why call him? I, he's my friend. I want him. And oh no, he can't run the concert. Why? Oh, because they did a doping. A what? So they said France wouldn't do any contest anymore next year because they had to show exams made from people of doing doping to put them to become Olympic 
sport. And that was a lie. That was just a bullshit. That was just a fucking lie. That was just a lie until today we're still not there. We just gotten out. Because the guys that control behind, and I'm not going to say his name, which is, was the vice president. Dirk under Under the rabbit. <laughs> and then he decided to come from WADA, said that he was an Aussie uh, Olympic uh, control system of WADA, bringing to surfing. Surfing already said to them, that's not going to work right here, guy. You coming over here to work, you better do different jobs and just show something that's going to fuck everybody up because people don't know who you are, where you come from. And that guy is the guy that Kelly went up, resuming. I'm not going to say the middle of the, 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 the story. That guy is the guy that Kelly one day with me and Mick and said, Nico, stand up. Now you know all the years they knew Bruce and Andy made fun of me when I left the meeting. And they said, well, are you talking to your, your girlfriend or you that she doesn't know that you're here? You, Kelly's later. You're the number one. You're the god of serving for us. You're not going to say a, a thing. You're not going to help us. You're not going to, I mean, tell the world like what you think. You just leave the room and every meeting. There's something wrong in there. And then he said, Nico, you, you were always right. There was something wrong. That was Quicksilver calling me to leave the room. And then that's, that's, that's another thing behind that that I can't say. Oh, <laughs> come on, tell us. Tell us. If it's exciting, it's, tell us. Nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Well, they they're going to feel good when they, when they read, though. <laughs> I'm going to feel good when I read. It's, I'm excited. It's, it's going to be good, though. It's going to be good for everybody. Then people are going to go, why Nico stop? Oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. I'm already done. Hey, Nico, what's, um, what's, testosterone, what's testosterone like to take? Do you feel fabulous? No, that was just a pill of every supplement that you're taking in, in as, as like a... Uh, protein, like I mean, like as a carbo, but the, the one of the supplements had into the whole list of that pill that they had from vitamins from A to Z. One of them, which is was the letter T, was the test run, and it was just a 0.01. I never took like a fucking syringe over myself and then put shits on me. So they were all wrong. They, they, they masked, they masked at the time. I didn't know how to deal with everything. Once everything settled down, everything went to the floor. And then I really realized, starting to, wait, I'm going to think bad about this stuff. Because I was paying, thinking, okay, I did something wrong, really. And I paid, but I already did the tour. Because I went to the tour back in the next year, being the first round. I couldn't even finish the contest on Sunday. Because I had to be in market on Monday. So if I'm in Scotland on Sunday, on Monday, on Sunday, which is I did fifth, to get to Newcastle, not Margaret, sorry, to get to Newcastle next day, me and Lee Wills, we won, we, we passed the heat in Newcastle being huge because the other two guys uh, never came. I was inside of the car. I was Monday coming from the airport. So I had to do well until Sunday, but I had to worry about if it would be in the first round on Monday and the next contest. So I won Newcastle, being pissed off about that because I was like so angry about all of these guys. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to win everything, everyone in this place. And there was 12 rounds to get to the final. And I beat Akin, I beat all of them, everybody that I wanted because that thing was just inside of me. I said, guys, now you guys, maybe you guys, you guys tease the B too hard. 
it's gonna stung, dude. It's gonna come. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna just stung you. I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna take you down. It's so it, my head was just the world made that for me. I came back and I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do all. So when I didn't do the two contests in France, Mick Campbell won those two. He ended up winning the third year, which was 2006. And then I said, I never need France. But if I paid if I paid enough from ASP, from my association, if I would run in France, I could take down Mick and then I could win the title. Once he won the two contests, I dropped down into my seat and that was hard for me to take the two, the two winnings that he had. You know what I mean? It's, and it was the difference. The point was so slow. I used to be like a, a, a mind with not numbers. I never looked at ratings. Ratings for me was like a toilet paper. If every every time somebody would come up to me and show me a rating, I'd say, can I bring home to like slap my ass or something? Like, I mean, I don't want to see that thing. Like, I mean, oh, whoa, everybody like in Hawaii gets, how many points that guy has to lose? That guy has to win. Oh, that thing was just a crap for me. I just didn't like it. <laughs> so, that was toilet paper. <laughs> something that, everything that I had in my head, it was just something so, I have to show the world, like, the truth. And obviously, I said a few things for you guys, and it's too hard to, to tell everything, because you guys probably be the first one to hear the whole story, but the whole story is, uh, it's intense. It's really, like, I can maybe speak another day about, just to have that time, just to speak about that. I wouldn't feel yeah, shame about if you're rabbits here in the interview right now, but there's a lot of things to talk about that. Big idol in a part of my life, but the guy that dragged my whole life down. So, I mean, there's two things to talk about, you know. And, and it was just a guy. And good that he was just like a good champ. And then it was a guy that made a good job for all of us for a certain amount of time. But um, they should they should do better right what they did they didn't think about about how smart i was and then i am and so it's yeah it's it's funny because um there's a thing coming up but with me and my brother um, yeah there's a good thing coming up i mean i decide to not make a movie to i write i write since i'm 10 years old i write <laughs> lyrics and poetry and in music uh, every day every night i mean I, it's, it's just my hobby. It's just right. So I've been writing my whole resume of every single contest and hits and, and what was behind the wall and what was at the time and what happened after that. And how did I, you know, how did I actually felt that too? Um, because I was so blind that only now I can think about what I used to do. I mean, Wow, you were an animal. Oh, my gosh. You were that guy. Oh, my goodness. I mean, now being mature and being with a different age. And then I still think that I was right being like that, you know, because otherwise I, I wouldn't break the, the, the case to, 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 to say to the world and say, hey, I'm a guy from Brazil, but I, I learned English in Australia and in Mali, taking a, a bus from Avalon, two buses to get to Mali to see all these Japanese, like inside of... Uh, a room that I did nobody speak English. And then, wow, Avelino Bastos, my my coach at the time, just like left me there. And I didn't even, I, I didn't even know how to speak a word. I, maybe I was saying English, blue, black, a hamburger, <laughs> something like that. But I'm in Austin, I'm two days there. I don't speak English. And I'm like, where am I? I'm in 
thunderstorms all over and Avalon just like, wow, at nighttime. Whoa, I lost my brother two weeks before I went to Australia, which is a brother that passed away at the time. And then I think that was the click of my life. When I won my first QS was was for him. So every contest that I won was for, for someone or for a reason. Um, Tom Curran, one day when I won Margaret's, uh, I actually was um, over Bell's uh, walking up uh, and he was walking with uh, Potts and, and Aki, which is the three guys that I, my most inspiration my whole life. And, and then uh, Tom came up, Aki, uh, Potts is coming and Aki said, hey, congrats, it's late last weekend. That was amazing, mate. And I was like, okay, Paul, thanks. Look at you guys tell me that. And then Tom just like, wait for them to leave and said, yeah, I won 33. Um, he always goes like that. Um, I won 33, but, um, I always wanted to win this one, uh, but I never did. So sometimes life is funny, huh? Like you got all that, but just that one, you don't. And I said to him, that's me and sunset. And then I still today probably is the two rock of my shoes of my life is what they did to me at that time on the tour. And obviously to not win sunset and leave the tour. I never said to anybody that I leave the tour and nobody ever saw me in the banquet like with the video because every surfer that leaves the tour, there's a video. They they put all this party for the guy there on the banquet. And I thought, oh my gosh, I think I'm the only guy that people just, just never thought about. Just, whoa, okay, I think now he laughed. Let's see if he's going to come back or something. But maybe because I plant that of coming back from nowhere and showing up and then disappear. And at that time, people didn't even know. And then today, now I can say that everything that I have from that is Tom Curran. You would never know where Tom Curran would come up from a car, from, from the dunes, from a hill, from underneath of a stairs. That thing for me was magical. It was a people who never, who never know where I would come from. And I would show up like a, you know, Spider-Man and just disappear through the buildings and just, well, and be the guy taking photos the next day. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, do you think you could still, you could still win Sunset though, Neko? I, I have just now, a few days ago, somebody told me there's a trials over the contest that's going to come up in March. So I don't know. I'm in Hawaii and in this, I don't know if it, there's a reason for me to be here now but the only reason now i think is uh i finally got to the tune back into my surfing spiritual for myself being good being loved with my board like i talk with my board like i go to sunset i just i scream in every turn i do i laugh and i cry and i and i lay and i cry again and i'm like that those guys really sensitive that i watch the movie i can cry about 10 times if I see like <laughs> something bad going on <laughs> and then in sunset, I have the same thing. I don't know. It's just like, it's attracting. Like yesterday I was feeling the breeze. Every time I talk, the breeze would get strong. And I said, Oh, I can feel it's coming. And they go, Whoa, how do you know it's coming? I said, I'm not looking at the phone. I just feel. It. So there's something in that spot that I can't explain just behind my back now. <laughs> so do you, do you love sunset? I, it's my, my, my number one. Yeah. It's my number one wave. I mean, I have other places, but I the first thing that comes up to my head always is sunset. It's something so hop into that the I, trials. You're well, there for a reason. Oh man, you know, like there's a 
I was just thinking the other day how many final uh, semifinals and quarterfinals I have there, and it's it's incredible. I mean, like we 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 always like me and Rickson, we always used to uh, talk about uh, how long do you want to be a champion, and and I said to him, I want to be this year. It's like no, 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 no. How long you want to be? Oh, this year, this year, and I'm prepared. I was like, no, 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 no. You're not answering right. And then I, how did I have to be so smart to answer this guy right now? I'm like, oh, when I am prepared. Oh, yeah, now you answer right. So then I had to be prepared. So I prepare myself while people were like playing around with little parties and friends and contest parties and weekends and all that. I would just deny it everything. Crazy I was when I was in my house with my friends and have my fun, which everybody, God, come on, everybody have, you know what I mean? No one was a cent on that tour, you know what I mean? There's no one that it can see, oh, I never did anything. Oh, come on, that's bullshit. Especially the judge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> what are we going to talk more about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on, you know what I mean? I mean, if we, we don't have any paid off for that, but we paid off by traveling, like getting our like tail underneath of between our legs and go home without saying, I never lost for Luke in this contest. I just... I just ran Aki over on this contest. How did I'm going home right now into saying in inside of airplane? How like just 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 that uh, you know uh, it's just something that we're never like be into feet into the head because a real professional guy, you know why you lose. And you know what you did wrong. But you know what you did right too, you know. So there's there's two ways of you thinking of I supposed to win that you know, I I watched the whole entire contest, everybody, what everybody did. So it's not, I want to just to say because uh, I, it's my ego. No, no, no. It's something that I read it all day today and I did everything that I supposed to do and the guy didn't. And then how come he's in it and I'm not? So those kind of things that just start to get there. The Nico hunting and anger, uh, hungry and all that together. Just I just start to become animals, just like... I don't care about the media. I don't care about people. I don't care about anybody. I, the only thing I care is win Sunset. And to get there, I have to win the title. So both titles I won, but I couldn't win Sunset. And I went, no, nah, I want to win Sunset. So when Rawani won Sunset, I think it was a little bit of a, a release when uh, Leonardo Neves, which is we lost him like a little bit ago. And I think he was, it's, it's so hard when I talk about him because I feel like to cry straight away. But I think uh, those kind of animal styles is the, is the animal that we had to hunt. I mean, if it wouldn't be that animal, we wouldn't be, we would probably be just a bumblebee. You know what I mean? Just, you know, jumping around. Like there's a lot of people on the tour that come that just yesterday, a friend of mine asked me, he said, how long you were on the CTT? I said, well, 13 years. And, and then I never stepped off. And then... There's three guys that came back three times. Uh, Kieran Pro, Mick Campbell, Rodrigo, Jornalis. Like, I mean, and, and, and I'm the only guy that, that came back four times. And I went, wow, I got some things that really happened in my life. I mean, coming back from the tour today, like people go two, three years and, they, and then they just step off and they go, oh, yeah, I retired. Oh, they lose the sponsor. They don't even try to come back. They, they think that's it. It's done. I'm like, yeah. Oh, if you have a sponsor, what are you going to do if you use Ripco now, if you're going to use Quicksilver tomorrow? Fuck, who cares? You're going to be the one that's going to be on my board. I'm not the one that's going to be on your board. 
It's the opposite, the way to think. It's like they need us. We don't need them. Oh, yes, no, we do need them. They need to pay us to, uh, to live life and have kids and they have a house. They have a beautiful spot and a beautiful place and all that material thing. But then you wouldn't be that guy if you just sell shorts in China. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. my, my head was always thinking about the industry manipulate in a way that we're just slaves for like entire life. I mean, at the end, if they, if I wouldn't, if I wouldn't say right what I'm saying right now, we would be all good. Joe, Joe and Mick, I remember when they weren't even like they just like they they didn't even have the title yet, but they had a, like a, a holding Commodore with giving sponsor with like you know in Japan and giving cars. I mean with Oakley, and then, I mean, have a beautiful house in Hawaii with the whole entire thing in there for you. People's going to put wax for your board. People's going to take your wax. It's going to bring, like, four boards from this guy, four boards from that guy. Four... I mean, all that thing never happened in my life. I did everything from my own teeth and, and nails. And then when I think today of all this industry thing, the way that the people built these kids, and then they never just did anything yet. They just good surface. They just do good videos. They have a guy behind that just do good photos and and just promote them good. What about numbers? <laughs> and then uh, what about numbers, bro? Because <laughs> Tom Curry and Tom Karen Potts used to play around with hockey. They used to play around like, hey, how many times you want? Oh, three, oh, four. Oh, okay, cool. That was the thing. The tour, the, the the rating, dude. They didn't even care about that. Who's gonna qualify next year? It's like, a, how many times did I beat you this year? Like, my brother never beat Tom uh, Curran. But then Fabio Govea is the only guy that beat everybody that beat Tom. But nobody ever beat Tom. But Derek Hu never beat Flavio. And Sonny never beat me. Sonny only beat me Sonny, one Sonny beat in, you up, right? in 2009 yeah. in the eighth of the finals in, in, in Margaret River is the only time. <laughs> You never beat um, Sonny. Never beat you, but Sonny Sonny beat you up, though, didn't he? In two thousand and seven. No, they never touched me. Didn't he get you in a headlock and punch your fins out, and you go to police escort off the beach? Ever. I heard. You, I heard you ripped your earring out. Is what I heard. I I, I fought with ten guys before, but I never had a punch before. <laughs> Not Sonny was gonna guy the guy that was gonna do though. <laughs> didn't that, didn't that happen? The, the famous episode with Sonny was that all? Is that an urban myth? That's all bullshit. I never got touched. Was, I, just went, inside, I just went inside of the podium and then just asked for the police just to escort me to get home and get my stuff and get out of the island. But that never happened because the police guy that came to pick me up is the guy that I used to see back to the time in Hawaii. He used to have a Pontiac, a Corvette, and a GT. It was three cars only, being a cop. One of them was a Pontiac. I used to be in passion with Pontiac cars because I used to race cars you know, back to the time. And then the guy that used to take care of that car was back to the time, used to be in the front of the horse of Uncle Brian, so, uh, which is like in the other side of the street right here. And then we didn't used to have houses at the time. We used to have horses in there. Because I lost my brother before I went to Australia, my brother used to love horses. So I used to feed the horses at the time. So when he went to pick me up inside of the podium, and then he said, I just need to get home. I said, do you know me? I was the guy in the Pontiac when you were 15 years old. Remember, you used to ask about my car? And I don't like Sonny, too, so what do you want to do? You have you have the keys of his uh, cage right now. 
And what do you want to do? I said, I don't want to report. I don't want to do anything. He's going to call me soon. I know that because he's going to regret, regret as a hell. So that at the time when I just thought uh, I was going to leave the beach and then Tamaya Perry and Michael Ho came up and Michael is my hero here. Uncle Michael, Uncle D. And oh, they, they see, since, I, since I'm 15 years old, he's the guy that gave me the ways here, you know, like in, in, in Sunset and he's the guy that made me feel the passion that I always had in Sunset. So at the time, it was for me, it was so hard for me like to leave and they go, no, 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 no. So he did a black eye in Hawaii for everyone. You're not leaving. And then the guy, obviously the cobman asked me, he said, man, you're a great man. You've been here for that long. People like you here. Like, I mean, but if you don't do a report, somebody that don't like Sonny can come up in your house and do the same way. He's going to go to jail anyway. I said, he's not going to go to jail. I'm not going to go to a report. He just fucked it up in one heat because he never won a heat over me, which is okay. It's normal. And he's in Hawaii. He got released off a cage. He's animal style. And I understand about all the puzzle. There's nothing to go wrong in here. I just need to get home, get my stuff, get the fuck out of here. Because I already qualified the tour in making this heat. I don't need to run the next year. I just want to grab my stuff and go. So there's a lot of people that came to my house and came to me and then the cop and then they stay there for like hours and say, no, you're not going anywhere. You're going to stay here, which is Tamaya came up, you know, and then say, no, you're not going. You, you, everybody loves you here in Hawaii, Nico. And I said, I don't want to be surfing the Hawaii rest of my life thinking I have to fight with people to fight for a wave. I already did that my whole life. I don't want to be the dick, Nico. I want to be the good Nico. I want to be a good guy now. I want to surf. I want to laugh. I want to talk to you. I want to know about your kids. I want to know about your family. I want to know about what you do. I want to know if you still like have the, the hunting of a wave. You know what I mean? The other day I was in, in the water and then my friend just asked, Nico, you don't lose that. And I said, I, I don't even know how to live different. <laughs> the footage, I'm the, uh, Nico, I'm just watching the footage now. It's pretty good. It looks like your earring has been ripped out because you're grabbing your earring and saying that um, Sonny's been. No, that's that's that that's actually when he when he got to the wave it was like this. I am first place. There is um, four rounds. Um, there's the second, the third, and the fourth. We get different rounds. Get it? Sonny, he's in fourth. He needs a five to beat me to get the first, but he needs a two point two to get the second which is he would jump two rounds. Being fourth place, you have the first round, third place, the second round, and second place. That was how they did that here. And I had people were going over to off the wall and Neil Hukai trying to find a wave, like uh, the year that Kelly and Andy had the final. The weird scratching everywhere. Waves were like peaks all over. But all the same, there's no barrels, you know? And then I... Decide to stay by the north, uh, north of like let's say the pipe at the end of the wave. We call um, you know the south Ehokai. Like I mean the end of the wave of Ehokai, the beginning of the wave of pipe. I guess the right when the swell is really north, it gets the right that barrels from there. So there's a big wave that comes right there, and uh, he's paddling over from uh, all the way from uh, off the wall. He put Rodrigo Donnelli's about two ways already out of the way. He said fuck you, I'm going to kill you, you and why, you better not pal in my way. He's scared. He took three ways off. I'm looking from like far away and going, I'm in first place in the heat. He's coming over paling towards me and there's a, a just a perfect right that comes right by me. 
but he's he's paddling so fast, so strong that he paddles all the way from off the wall, saying, "You're not gonna paddle. This is my wave. This is my wave. You're not gonna paddle. You better not paddle. I'm gonna kill you." I said, "That's not gonna work with me, Sonny." I closed my eyes. I said, "Me or my life or the other." I was never the other. It's all about me. So I opened my eye and I paddled on the wave, but he paddled too, forcing me to the left, which has had no pipe, was only right. So while I'm flying over the fall, he smacked my the two hands like a telephone on my both ears like that. <laughs> and then my both earrings drop off from you know being under the water. And he took my two earrings off been doing that and I came out from the water just like kind of he's gonna kill me I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill you and I said no Sonny come on we're not gonna do this man this is this is it this is the heat it's a, just a heat man this is happened about a thousand times now you're gonna do it I'm not gonna let you touch me and like no you better come here so there's two boards dragging he's dragging with my board and then I just took my leash off and then I just went under the ocean took about a minute show up in another place said, see, you're not going to catch me. And he's pissed off because he's dragging the boys with him. So he comes with the fiend that he gave to me. It's the best fiend I ever had in my life, the sunny fiend for Hawaii, for anything, for Margaret, especially, you know. Um, it was his own fiend that he gave to me. And then he broke my best board that I had for like eternity, for like seven years. I had Chopo. I had my tan in Chopo with it. And Margaret River won with it. I mean, <laughs> And, and then he suddenly he runs out from the beach while I'm catching the wave. Terry is in the jet ski and it says, what should I do? The, the guy that is a body surf in Hawaii uh, for decades, and he's the guy that in charge of the pipe most of the time. He says, take Nico and leave Sonny. Sonny's with the Boris Dragon. He said, I'm going to cure. I said, well, I went to the jet ski, went to the beach, went to Terry, the one that got me off from uh, the rocks over Tahiti in my accident. Terry, what's going on? I don't want to fight Sunny. I said, I don't want to do this, man. It's, come on. This is, this is bad. This is not going to be good for the beach, for people, for anyone, and especially for Brazil, bro. This is going to be bad for him. You better just do something. I said, well, and then he comes. So he wants to try to fight me. While he's taking the singlet off, trying to come up in the point, and there's me and Victor Ribas uh, laying with her back, kind of like with the back to the wall. and said, Victor, don't let the back free because anybody can come up from behind and just like uh, knock us out. So stay with the back on the wall, whatever that comes in front. We're going to hit it because we don't have a choice right here. And there's no way to run. So Sonny started to put the singlet off, off, his, uh, him, you know, off his head. And I went to try to say, well, I could kick him right now because he has a singlet on top of his head. But then the guy that pushed him from the back, his name is a bodyboard that I don't like the guy at all. His name is Apple. You know, we already discussed all through that, but he takes the sunny back and said, well, he's in charge. Now I am in charge. I said, you guys are not going to touch me. I just want to leave the island now. You're not going to leave the beach. You're not going to leave the island. You're going to get beat up. I said, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I've been through that. So they five gigantic guys bigger than the size of the door and start to run after me with Sonny too. And Big Mo, which is a big security guy that I have to thank him forever. He's, he's still the same guy at Pipe. And he's securing the door, waiting for those five guys that wants to get into the door to kill me. 
So I said, if you let, and I said to Big Boo, I said, Big Boo, don't let them come in. And I said, no, Nicole, you don't worry. They're not going to come in. I asked to Kai, said, Kai, are you not going to do anything? He said, Nico, you better leave the beach. I said, better leave the beach where? That little yellow house right here where people get beaten the whole life? You think what? I'm stupid. You think well, how old I am? You think I'm like the 15 years old again, Kai? I said, no. You're not going to do it. You know what, Kai? You're making a purple wine, not in just in Hawaii right now, but you're making a purple wine in Brazil, and Brazil is big. And, and I'm sorry, it's the third, third, the third biggest country in the world. And there's a lot of people that lost me there. And I don't know how you're going to deal with that after. But it's so good now. You want me to leave the beach down that way? Okay, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to call the cops. Boom, better. And then I went inside the pot and they tried to break the, the, the big security guy, the, 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 the big boom, the big move. They, he tried to put all the guys out. They five gigantic guys, but the Samoa was too big. And then I went over to the stairs and I said to Perry Hatches, I said, you better stop the contest right now. People want to kill me down there. And you guys just laughing here? Like, you guys just talking? Are you kidding me? Nico, you better go down. You you, you better get out. You're not going to stop the contest because of you. I said, oh, yeah. I will take it. First, I'll take all the courts off. All of the internet in the world, it's going to drop off right now. And then you might lose your job. What do you think? So after I do that, I'm going to rip your eyes off. <laughs> and it's, what do you think is better? You to stop the contest, I'll take the course off, and I'll rip your eye off. And that was it. That was a call. And then, and then they stopped the contest, and then they called the cop, and then the cop show up, and then cop show up is, is a guy that knew me since I was 15. Because I lived in Hawaii enough, you know, and, and, and well, I mean, and then that, all, all of that, it took me half an hour for Sonny just to call me and say, let's go have breakfast. So. And that was it? You and Sonny had breakfast the next day? No, at the time, I'm leaving the beach. At the same time, he calls me half an hour. I'm still like getting to Turtle Bay. And he calls me to have breakfast with him. <laughs> it would have been more like brunch, wouldn't it, by then? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, but he said, "Let's talk. Let's have coffee. Let's let's sit down." I said, "Sonny, I I don't want to talk to you right now." And obviously, we're gonna talk, but not now. I just want to leave the island. And he's like, "No, you're not leaving the island." So do you stay? And I'm like, "No, no, no. Now I want to leave. I don't want anybody to ask me to not to leave. That's it. That's it. Done. I did my two champs here, my two dreams, and I did everything in Hawaii. And then I beat all you guys here. And what else? I mean." I'm good. You know, I don't need this. And then boom, boom. No, no, you're going to stay, going to stay, going to stay, going to stay. And then I ended up coming back in the next, uh, in the second day, you know, like to kind of, to say, okay, I'm going to go compete. You know, I went for one round and, and it came the next round and I went, oh, wow. There's um, a big thing in there, but I think I have to clear up all that. I mean, so instead of to be a bad thing, what I was worried, it's about people coming up, the people that didn't like him, and, and come up and do something with me. So then uh, when I was 15, I had things with the uh, Damar with uh, the Hawaiians here. But, uh, you know, so we used to have a, I used to have a little thing like to put a baseball bat with the duct tape on my hand and sleep with it, thinking like uh, somebody was going to knock on the door and just like <laughs> flying in and just knock us out and uh, just rip the stuff out. Like that was Hawaii back that time, man, you know. Just, what's a, what's a like with a baseball bat sticky tape to your hand? Well, it's the thing is like uh, it, they they don't come up from your hand. 
Is it uncomfortable though? It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it's uncomfortable sleeping with a baseball bat, but in Hawaii back that time it was comfortable though. <laughs> <laughs> that was the way of it. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, Nico, Nico, thanks uh, so much for your time, did, brother. Huh? Thank you so much for your time. Man, I'm I'm always so happy about talking about uh, everything. I mean, it's I I miss us a lot. I think it's one of the things that I miss most is like uh, TBC, my friends, like you. I saw you one day, I never saw you again. Maybe a few times in Bells. I mean, and now we're talking through the phone, which is pretty funny. And then, and uh, the, the world is just uh, so crazy because when they were talking about Derek, yeah, Derek, Derek, and I thought it was Derek Hine. And then, and then I was like, Derek, 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 I'm so bad at names. And I went, Derek, and I'm like, oh, it can't be that Derek. I'm like, oh, no way. I'm like, wow. Really? Wow, you see around? I'm like, well, I haven't seen him like for so long because every time I remember Oz, I remember the start and I remember Stradbrook Island. I mean, I remember that moment that we had. I still remember the sandwich that we had, like, I mean, with the avocado. <laughs> I mean, it's funny how those memories just uh, today... Being on the tour for me, I think I didn't have my brain to people. It was all about me. And it wasn't a bad thing, but it was just the way that I needed to win hits and, and, and compete and focus myself. Sometimes I would uh, take like maybe another hour or two to come down and then, and have a shower and, and then relax my mind. So I think it, today I can put it out that Let's say if I would have the head of today with my body and my ability that I had yesterday, everything would be the puzzle perfect, you know. But life is never perfect anyway. So in the same way that I had all that action, maybe I wouldn't have the results that I had with the action that I had, you know. So there's a balance in there, you know. I just wanted to today, it's like uh, try to share with people um, about the real knowledge that uh, we had for all these years of stepping off from a school, not having your parents around, maybe losing a brother and, and just, you know, the dog passed away. My mom ran away when I was 17, three years old, my dad stepped off. And then I lost my brother when I was 16 and then the world tour. And then now being 44 in the window in Hawaii, talking to you guys going, wow, this is awesome. I mean, I made it, you know? So it's, 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 it's amazing how, I hope that these kids of today, that they're on the tour, this, uh, what they call Brazilian storm, I don't know, what should we call ourselves, like a tsunami or something, you know, when they call Brazilian storm, they, they, they've done a, a great job of taking the title for us finally, which is, I think, and now I can, let's say, rest well, you know, to say, well, we got it, we did it, and then it's four times already, so I think if we... We finally got to to the point where me and my brother back to the time we said we are going to get there, and and then obviously we couldn't deal with ourselves the way we want. Even if we have four world titles in the house, I mean, me and Flavio, we got two each, which is like uh, it's a good thing about having a family in a house, and then they have like wow, we have four times more champ, me and you, like you know we're brothers. I mean, that thing I think it, it was just the perfect thing. And it, it couldn't fit better if he, like when he won 92, he won 2000. He went, what about you? Because he always was trying to compete. I never thought that way, but he always thought that way. And 
what about you? Are you not going to do anything? Are you going to sit there? If you made this your whole life, you're not going to win anything. You're not going to make your dream. And then I decided in 2003 and four that I was so angry and hungry and then hunting and all that. I think they saw so much controversial about my body, my mind changed so quick, quick and, and, and the focus that they had to build the doping thing. They had to build something. They had to do the half a tour in the next year. They had to let's just stop this guy. You know, I was just like, I want to do more. I mean, and then I, I'm till today. I think I'm just surfing better. I don't get worse. Normally the guys get to retire and he goes, I'm getting old. I'm getting fat. I'm getting this. I'm getting that. I'm, I got money now. I don't care. I'll, no, I just get more and more. I wake up every day and, I, and I'm thinking like the same way that I think my whole life for a hit, who I'm going to beat, who I'm going to paddle around. Like I played in V-Land the last couple of days and then with that six, eight foot with all the pro guys and I say, guys, it's me and you guys. Let's play. Come on. I haven't played for a while. And I just couldn't let them to, couldn't let them catch away. And I got my barrels. And I went, wow, I think I'm still okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. Jack, Percy. Yeah. Thank you, Nico. Thank hey, you. my brother. You, I don't know. You, you, you guys you guys could talk, could ask me way more, but I think because the question that you guys ask is questions that people never asked before. And I think you guys are in a good boat to know that uh, you guys got the first part of the cake. Babe, thanks. It's delicious. What's round two? I'll, <laughs> leave, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the sherry for later. <laughs> right. Thanks, Brad. Hey, Bye, Nico. I, I want to say, I want to say, you know, thank you so much first, and then I want to give a big hug and us, and and I, I can't wait to sometime in my life uh, my path goes back and goes through us, and maybe to give you guys uh, a hug and surf together and and be still young like the way we are. <laughs> cool, Brad. Talk soon. You went set me free. Tell everybody that the man made a woman out of me. Loud he made a woman out of me. When I think back to that day, so long ago, I get a little feeling on my mind. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.